We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. And I'm walking here! I'm walking here! Here's Johnny! You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Unscripted the Film Show. Uh, my name is Lewis and joining me, uh, which is uh, unusual, is my wife, Catherine. How's it going, Kat? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> now, the reason I wanted to do a, a special episode of Unscripted is that you and I saw a film uh, earlier in the week uh, that we were embargoed on talking about until Friday, uh, like 2 a.m. Friday morning, mm. which is a bit of a bummer because our show is on Thursday night. Um, and on top of that, we didn't, I didn't actually do the show this week because uh, I had to go and see uh, Luke Boland uh, doing his Bubble Aww, Boy show. Poor you. Yeah. But the the Bubble Boy show is very good, and uh, so if you're listening to this and uh, you're in Perth and Fringe World is uh, still on and there's still episode, so it's still uh, opportunities to see Luke. I would recommend going and checking him out as well. Now, I uh, the film we went and saw was Moonfall, the new Roland Emmerich film, and. This it was interesting because it was embargoed until the Friday, and the film came out on Thursday, which is very odd because you would think that they would let you talk about the film after it was released, and it gave a uh, bit of a, gave a bit of panicky feelings at the beginning <laughs> of the film, thinking how bad is this film that they don't want us to talk about it until after the day after it's released. Yeah, that was weird. Is that because it was getting released later in other in other regions? Well, I mean, in America, it's films like it released on Friday, so uh. possibly it could have been that. But the thing is, I think they really should have just let people like see it and put their opinion out there because it's not that bad. It's actually really entertaining. And I was just like, when when it started, immediately when it started, I was going, going, oh, this is going to be terrible. It's going to be one of those films that's so bad, it's good. Um, but for me, it was it was genuinely and like an entertaining film that just got better and better as the film rolled on. Um, and yeah, I was just uh, I was I was blown away by it. So I I wanted to uh, make sure that uh, I got a review out there as quickly as possible. Hence this emergency uh, recording of <laughs> emergency uh, broadcast of of unscripted the film show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think um, in, in this film, uh, I don't know, it, it just. The I always like Patrick Wilson when he's in a film. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. And in this film, he's playing Brian Harper, who's a, an astronaut. And he, at the beginning of the film, he is uh, up in in the space, um, uh, fixing up a face, uh, not not a face but a station, a, a <laughs> fixing up a space station uh, with was his, a satellite, a satellite or something like that. Yeah, yeah. With his partner um, Halle Berry, um, and some guy who was going to die. Uh, <laughs> Some guy who's gonna die. I mean, well, really? That's, that's not that's not a spoiler. I mean, you got okay, three people up in space. One of them is Patrick Wilson. One of them's Halle Berry, and one of them's some guy. <laughs> he might as well have been wearing a red shirt, quite frankly. Um, can can we can we call Halle Berry by her 
character's name or are you just going to go with like calling people by their actor no jacinda is 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 the is the name of the character she's playing and she's also a uh you know astronaut person as well uh as is dead guy uh who um i'm not sure exactly who who he is um but the um they get back to earth uh and uh brian harper gets completely screwed over and people like think he's nuts because he said while we're up there we saw something and well no the cause of the accident yeah we saw the cause of the accident and that was not normal that was not natural something's going on there what's going on and uh so his life basically it's turned way upside down and he's no longer an astronaut and it's just bad news bears for him uh now uh Halle Berry she continues her, her career she gets to be a, a big uh, big wig in NASA um and then the next time uh we see her is after we're introduced to Casey uh sorry Dr. Casey Houseman played by John Bradley now John Bradley had a very prominent role in a little tv series called Game of Thrones yeah Samuel Tarly yeah and it's it's just odd in this film uh when he's uh when he was on square he looks very familiar why does he look very familiar and i realized he kind of looks a bit like kevin smith in this film well yeah because when the camera first fell on him i thought oh yeah that's kevin smith wonder why he's doing a cameo i'm like going no it's not kevin smith who is that? And uh, it took me a moment to actually work out who it was. Yeah. And then the, the, the penny kind of drops. And yeah. it's kind of interesting because you, you see him and you're seeing Kevin Smith, but his because of his accent, he kind of reminded me of Simon Pegg or a cross between Simon Pegg and Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost, yeah. A little bit Nick Frost. Yeah. And, and so I, it was he was perfect for the role though. Absolutely fantastic because – Definitely. He, he was a uh, – like he was – a very educated guy, but he was also a conspiracy theorist as well. Yeah. Who has this theory that the moon is a mega structure. So instead of the moon being a naturally occurring object in space, which I think the moon uh, is actually just a bit of the earth broken off and floating in space. I think that's. Uh, yeah. I didn't really study any of that stuff in school. <laughs> I think that's... I knew nothing. Yeah, pretty sure that is how the moon uh, came about. But uh, his theory is it was built by aliens. It's a mega structure and there's actually like an internal engine inside there, which is... Uh, you did some research and there's actually people who have theories on these mega structure things. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a thing. It's an actual yeah. thing. So I, I, I was quite surprised. I thought it was just for the movie, but you no. Know, <laughs> Based on actual theories. There you go, and uh, they so he he breaks into a uh, um, uh, office of a person who's working on like uh, the the moon and studies the moon and all that sort of stuff, and he gets the um, the some information on the moon as far as its orbit goes and notices oh its orbit's decaying and it's actually changing and as it's going around the earth where it's going to just get closer and closer and closer until it actually crashes into the earth and so he tries to get in contact with you know nasa and with anyone who can tell the story to but no one believes and thinks he's nutter but nasa at the same time they also get the same information as well and uh so casey he joins up with brian and uh, the things start going pear shaped very, very quickly. And Roland Emmerich is the the king of the disaster film. I mean, definitely. He did, uh, you know, Godzilla. Uh, he did uh, Independence Day. Uh, so you know, this guy knows how to destroy the Earth. But this is this is pretty full on. When- day after tomorrow was on the list. I'm pretty sure yeah. as well. 
So when uh, you know when your villain in the film uh, is the moon, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty full on, and I I just love this film. It's it, you know it's not like the greatest film in the world. It's not the best written film. It's not the best acted film. Even the special effects. There's you know uh, points obviously with the, the moon coming close to the earth. It's going to mm. affect gravity. It's going to affect uh, the the tides. Uh, so there's a flooding scene of a city, and I swear it looked like they had just built a model city and flooded it with water. <laughs> which if they did. I'm bang up for that because yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Um, and but then as the film progresses, like the budget uh, gets exponentially bigger, and they do some really whacked out stuff uh, in the third act of the film. So I I left this just going, I cannot wait to own this on on Blu-ray and and watch this over and over again because I just thought. You know, it, it was filmed during COVID time, and they've just done such great things with with what they had. And on uh, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a, a very low uh, critic score rating. Not surprising, mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, the, the rating it's getting from uh, from actual people who pay their money to go and see the film, uh, which for my money they're the ones that count, uh, is sixty eight percent. So you got forty percent on Tomato Meter and sixty eight percent from uh, from the the actual audiences. Not bad. Um, and and I think this is the kind of film where people are going to watch it uh, over and over again. I can see it being a, a cult film. Uh, yeah, kind of like um, what was the the Nazis on the Moon one? Uh, Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Yeah. That that was quite a you know even the sequel of it. I mean, low low budget, but it was worth watching. Yeah, and another one that involved the Moon. Funnily, funnily enough, Ooh. but I thought that it was just. I don't know. It was just something a little bit different because you know how I feel about like apocalyptic films. I'm I'm not that keen. I was like going, oh, no, when we sat down and I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, worst case scenario, I can have a little nap. But I was actually quite entertained. It It was good. I mean, there was some stuff where you're just like going, oh. It's like, you know, some real he's behind you kind of moments. But it's it's good fun. I liked it. I, I and like, we get to see Michael Pena. Yeah, got to see Michael Pena. Uh, Kelly Yu um, was in the film as well because it was also uh, one of these films, um, a lot of producers who uh, want to get their films made will go out to, to China to get um, uh, money for the film. So mm. you'll see like a, one of the um, production companies is a Chinese one. And Kelly Yu is a, a Chinese actress. And so she's in this film because obviously to get uh, a film shown in China, you need to have some, you know, Chinese content in there, mm-hmm. so uh, that it's great to see her. And she does; she's fantastic in in her role. Um, she's like an exchange student uh, who's looking after the son of uh, Jacinta. Um, and then you got uh, Charlie Plummer, who plays the son of uh, of uh, Patrick Wilson's character Brian. Um, and he's kind of like a bit wayward because mm-hmm. uh, because of everything that happened to his dad. He's kind of you know kind of lost his way a bit, and uh, yeah. Gets himself in a bit of trouble. Uh, Donald Sutherland's in there as well, which is important to have Donald Sutherland, Sutherland in any disaster film. True. It's very important to have him Very there. true. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it's great. I was just – I enjoyed this film uh, from where to go. I thought it was it was brilliant. So oh, What was that? There was a particular line about, um, you know, the moon's basically crashing into the earth. And it's just like, we're just not prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, yeah. <laughs> How would you ever prepare for that? It's very, it's very uh, hard, and and there, there is like you know literally the uh, the American, 
Oh. Siri's decided to put her two cents worth in. The uh, the American's reaction to uh, the moon is falling is he's like, let's nuke the moon. I was like, oh my god, this is exactly what they would do. Um, yeah, but they wait until it's like basically messing everything up. To a, oh, it's just oh, yeah. it's, why? Yeah, but this is great. If you if you love disaster films, you will love this film. If you like you know films that aren't the best films, but they're kind if you of like, like weird spacey things oh, as god well, yeah. like um what was the movie that i was like oh it's a little bit like contact yeah. um jodie foster where it's just like it's just a little bit out there as well it's got some really weird stuff in it yeah and if you're a conspiracy theorist who's, who's just like <laughs> you know into that sort of stuff you go and see this as well you'll love it there's just so much to be had for this film. it is just literally go and get your coke go and get your popcorn sit down turn your brain off enjoy this film because you will enjoy it <laughs> um i am going to give this film um Four and a half red buttons. <laughs> That's nice. Um, I'm going to give it three and a half fuzz aldrins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh my goodness, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Best cat name ever. So, yeah, I saw I saw this on the, the side of a bus and I went, Moonfall? What's all that about? Is that like a different version of the Bond film? Uh, but no, it's not. It's an awesome disaster film. It's in cinemas now. Go check it out. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.